0: You got this on the iPod, Michael, for uh, Fagawi this weekend? Yeah, absolutely. Because okay. the Fagawi crowd loves this stuff oh, right there. Oh, oh do I, they ever. I got my boat shoes ready. Woo! My seersucker. Okay. It's going down. All right. Let's you know go. what? What do you got for the Memorial Day weekend? What do you got? I got nothing. You got nothing? I got a whole lot of nothing. A whole lot of nothing? Yeah. I'm here tomorrow at 1. There's You're a plug leading into my I'm plug. Work, I'm working on leading Monday. Into my plug. I work Monday. Well, we're here till 2 today. Phone lines are open for you. 617-779-7937. 617-779-7937. Text at 37937. Couple hockey notes for you. Okay. Chris Kelly. Yep. Underwent back surgery today on a herniated disc. Well, I don't wish back surgery on anyone. Well, I guess I sound like I've had it. I haven't, knock on wood. I don't wish any type of surgery on anyone, but it's, you know, I'm glad that his absence had nothing to do with filming in the new Wadi Bulger movie because I didn't know where he was. I thought maybe he was off somewhere filming for a movie. I'm glad to know that wasn't the case. Four I didn't to know six, where he was. Four to six weeks recovery. Didn't you think he'd be in the I mean. No. Why? Nobody uh, talked uh, after, about it. Uh, uh, after a while they said back spasms end yeah. of the regular season. No.
1: After a while when it was when he was not on the ice I said he's not coming back. Uh,
0: you I didn't. Nobody said that. Nobody told me that. I thought he'd be back. And you know what? The you weren't first listening to me, hey, you. the first two games against the Canadians. you like a lot of other people. The you first two to me. games against the Canadians. Yes. Four power play goals to Montreal. Yeah. Four for nine. Yeah. And it was really game one. But Chris Kelly helped. hurt.
1: But some people will tell you Chris Kelly's overpaid.
0: Oh no way! Chris Kelly's one of my favorite plays on the team. And I know a texted earlier. Said but God, do you like any, do you, do, you, <laughs> do you dislike any of the Red Sox? Do you? Do you dislike any of them? Yeah, if you want. I I could name a couple.
1: All right. Milan Lucic. We're talking Bruins, though. Milan Lucic also had surgery on his left wrist, and he is also expected to be ready to go for training camp.
0: The Bruins, they want him fighting on that wrist because they don't want to bring back Sean Thornton. Clark is in Weymouth. What's up, Clark? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, man? Not much, man. Hey, listen, I heard you guys talking about Sean
1: Thornton and the Bruins, and and I think they definitely should re-sign him And I think it could be a situation where they could bring him back and he could kind of be like that extra guy. I mean, they carry seven, eight Mm -hmm. defensemen all the time. Agree. And, you know, when you're going into a game, when you're battling like a tough team or something bad's happened and you think you might need that fisticuffs, he plays. But, say, you know, 50, 60 games out of the year, you know, it's going to be Ryan Spooner, somebody else, whoever else you need. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. I don't want anyone else fighting my battles but Sean Thornton. The ones in the – I know there's certain guys that won't fight Thornton because they're not as skilled a fighter as they may be, but Prest has fought Thornton. Prest fought Thornton this year. Yep. It wasn't a good fight. It was one of the more defensive fights, if I can remember, just that we've yeah, ever seen. You are correct. Because Prest, you know, look, Press will fight, but he's being wise by tying up Sean Thornton because that's – Sean Thornton will beat him up pretty good. But I want to see Thornton fighting those battles. I think you can bring him back for an 82 for the regular season and be that guy, be that leader. Look, he, for, for all the times that we're, and thanks for the call, the clock, for all the things that we knock about him now, for not wanting to bring him back, well, not me, other people, but the, all the things that people knock him on, the most that he played was in the regular season, and guess what? They were the best team in hockey. They. I know you can't sip out of the President's Trophy. I, yeah, I and really, if you could, I would you You know, what, want you're sa- you know what? what? You're starting to sound like.
1: Dan Duquette, more days in first place. I don't really care about the President's Trophy. I didn't care about it at the time. I All right, don't if care Ryan Spoon is
0: on the wing, do the Bruins win the Cup? Are the Bruins playing today? I told you they weren't going to win, win the Cup. Today?
1: I told you they weren't going to win the Cup. I said it before the, the playoffs even started. They weren't winning the Cup because
0: of the young defenseman. So I don't really give a crap who was playing on the fourth line. Speaking of young defensemen, I believe I teased my bright spot you, on the you young did. defense. Dougie Hamilton. Yes. Here's my, I guarantee this over the weekend, too. I want you to hear it and see what you think. Dougie Hamilton will be in the All Star Game next year. That's my prediction, and not prediction, guarantee. He'll be in the All Star Game. That's a stone cold lock right there. Dougie Hamilton. He showed me a lot, something yep. that I didn't it think. was the he, best part I of didn't the postseason. Hey, I didn't think he had this in his toolbox. I didn't think when push came to shove and you needed to make the first hit, I didn't think he'd be the guy making the first hit. Guess who was making the first hit? My boy, Dougie Hamilton. Okay.
1: Hey, the when he got He's sat down, the last time he got sat down, superstar. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think if he continues to progress at the level he did, especially late in the year, um, that last time he got mm-hmm. sat down had more to do with the other guys. I yeah, think. but I legit feel like he came back a different guy after that.
0: So you think? And that I worked? also
1: think. And here's here's another thing. I also think. Look, and you've worked enough locker rooms. And put
0: your mm-hmm. the microphone recorder in front of somebody, notebook my, in front of somebody. With my, I'm just saying. Yes. Phone nice. banner. Cheap plug again. Uh, I got it on the NFL Network. You did. In that tech, the Houston Texans locker room. Pretty, pretty, I put it right in JJ Watt's face. Pretty shameless. Hey, you got it. You got to promote in that locker room. You know. But there are many guys. Those Letterman jackets. They don't still wear those, do they? The Texans? A couple of years ago, they were wearing the Letterman jackets. Yeah. How stupid were those? I loved it. I think they've won like two games the since whole that day. Team. The curse of the Letterman's jacket. Hey, you know what happened that day? I saw a couple of those Texans not wearing it on the way out of Gillette Stadium. Just, that I night. wonder why. They might have ripped it up. Um, sorry. No, that's all right. I don't
1: even remember what I was going to say. You no.
0: were talking about Dougie Hamilton, and you were talking about the when he was scratched oh, here. for a couple games. I think in March. D- D- look, Dougie, March. Dougie
1: came into Boston with a lot of accolades, and he was a stud. He was like cut above everybody else in juniors, and he comes in. And he plays, and he plays, you know, a decent rookie year. Fantastic, decent rookie year. Some some physicality issues, but you say, hey, you know, the guy's got to Confidence grow. Confidence issues. Yeah, guy's got to grow in his body. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking and to him during the course of the year and even in the postseason, uh, you know, he was on the ice, didn't cover Kreider on the back door. Mm-hmm. The only game they lost to the Rangers in that series in the playoffs two years ago. And getting very emotional in the locker room. And that was pretty much the end of his postseason Mm, run. Bruins, Rangers, playoffs. Yeah. This Ah. year, early in the year, talking Ah. to him, still didn't get that sense of, like, you know, like, I just didn't feel it. All of a sudden, by the end of the year, I think his confidence grew so much that it it showed with all of us. It didn't just show on the ice. It showed in the room. Like, Mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, not only can I play at this level, but I can play at a really high level at this level. And I just felt like, there was a little connection there with his confidence with his words that went along with his play. And it was nice to see because you could just see the, the young you could see the young man develop into a into a, a real man at that level and now be a guy that you say, the projections are right. When they said he's gonna be a number one defenseman, unless he mentally checks out, there's no reason why he shouldn't be.
0: You know, we knew what we were getting with Dougie Hamilton when the puck was on his stick. You know, offensive defenseman type. I think somebody that could, you know, what do we call the puck moving defenseman? Ah, yes. That is the. You know, that I is the, hate Don't you know I hate that? As, uh, as I, long I, as
1: I've been covering hockey, that's what people have been looking for. Uh, They're looking for it again, by the uh, way. Or, uh, you know. You, Some people will I tell you the weakest link in the Bruins is their ability to get out of the zone
0: quickly, which means what? You need another uh, puck moving uh, defenseman. Look, I'm not a Botkowski guy, but I will say this Botkowski may be better than anyone on the team can take the puck through the neutral zone over the blue line and create possession. Honestly, if there's a reason the Bruins keep him that would be and it. then try to trade him at the, the deadline the, next year, the, the, it, would, it would be. The, the problem with that is, you create possession. is does he make the right
1: decision to come out of the zone on his own?
0: Mm-hmm. Or, and flip, he, or, or flip it up to Markov at the far blue yeah, line yeah, and then puck was in decision front of his own is, um, oh. not,
1: uh, It's not quality.
0: Oh. Oh. Sorry. Um, But Dougie Hamilton, we All knew what we were getting with him offensively. The question was, what about poise, confidence, and, you know, maybe ultimately, and the biggest thing, physicality, defensively. Yep. What could you see from this kid? This team was built to win defensive hockey games. Dougie Hamilton, with the defensive breakdowns, yeah, he had that one bad neutral zone pinch in game three. Yep. That game? If there's one game I go back to and, and wish I could take back, and I think the Bruins probably feel the same way, it's that game three of Montreal because they had the worst mindset I have ever seen a hockey team have in the history of playoffs, which was we're going to Montreal. We know that the refs historically are going to favor the Canadians and they're going to put us in the penalty box for any minor contact. So we're aware of that. And what we're going to try to do off yeah. the opening face-off is stay out of the penalty box. And, Mike, me and you know best, and everybody else that watches this team through 82 games of the regular season knows that when the Bruins are at their best, they're playing physical, they're finishing checks, and they're probably going to get some penalties playing that way, but they are confident that they're going to kill the penalty off rather than be scared to make the Except they weren't confident in that because they didn't have – The first two games, they didn't kill it off. For
1: power plays. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I go back to the whole concept of speed versus physicality. Um, and I'm reminded of the Herb Brooks and Miracle play your game mm. over and over again. Play your game. They didn't play their game, or certainly not for long enough stretches in that series, which is why I thought they were going to lose Game Six, and I thought they were going to lose Game Seven. I had no confidence. I I did not believe they were going to beat the Canadians. You ever see that commercial? The midway through that series, I thought you are that... not. You're not playing like
0: you. You're just not doing it. You ever see that commercial, you bring Herb Brooks? You ever see? Uh... The, the commercial, the coaches in the room, he says, hey.
1: Remember that movie?
0: Remember that movie yeah. that we watched and he gave that pep talk yeah. before the game? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and they get all fired, commercial. They get all yeah. fired up for it. But, no, you're right. I mean, the breakdowns defensively for this team is what cost the Bruins the series. And I think, by the way,
1: you're, you're talking about that mindset in game three. I'm a Claude Julian guy. Me too. I think he's, a, uh, he's
0: turned me into one. Yes. Claude I, has turned me into a Claude guy.
1: Absolutely. I think, he, I think he handles all the stuff that comes with the Boston market, which I think, again, some people discount that. I think it's pretty important. Mm-hmm. I also think he's a good coach. I think his guys play for him. He set the tone for that. He was talking about the officials before the series oh, started. And, was, I, and then, yep. and then between games two and three, holy crap. Don't do it. He put it, he put it out there for everybody, and he left it in the he room. Was trying to influence, he was trying to influence the league and the officials that were going to be calling that game. Don't call it, like we know you're going to call it. But he put it in the head of his own guys, and I don't know why. I point. Yeah, I agree. And with they you. played like dog crap they, in game three, and they played like dog crap in game six when I think they felt like they were going to get the same exact treatment again, even though in three and four, how many calls were there? There weren't many. Right what were they th- But they th- went into game six with the same mentality, the same thing. Uh, you know how it's going to be. Mm. Montreal, we're up
0: 3-2. We're in the Bell Center. They want this to go seven. You burn that game three tape so fast. In fact, you know what you do? You know what they should have done? You get to Restusia Arena. You get to Wilmington. Unless did uh, they do everything at, at the garden. garden. Eh, whatever. You go in the back of the garden. You pull everybody up You back. know where they put the elephant you know, poop you, when the circus you know, comes? You no, know, you know what you do. You light that tape on fire. You throw it in a trash barrel. And you get the team to stand around it and stretch after the morning skate. That's what you stretch. You stretch in T-shirt and shorts. And you stretch around the game uh, three. Uh, you're in Montreal at that point. So you go out to St. Catherine Street. And you do a team stretch around the burning game tape of Game 3. That was an awful mentality. And I know that Dougie Hamilton had that defensive breakdown in that game yeah. with PK coming out of the penalty box, right? I, first of all, I've never seen the neutral zone cross ice pinch anyways. <laughs> Not usually. So... Yeah, he, I don't he went, know what went that a, was. He went a little off the I board I can't defend
1: there. him on that. He went a little off the board there. Uh, 978 says... Uh, 978. Julian can't get his teams ready for Game 7s. What are what? we watching? They won three Game 7s in 2011.
0: I'm not, I'm not moving to the 978. They 7, won 8. a Game
1: 7 against Toronto two years ago when they were down 4-1, to one, which, by the way, I
0: mean, miraculous comeback, but they won a Game 7, so that's yeah. the dumbest. I, the, I, that, I, that tweet. Look, take the 978. Here's please. what's the most frustrating part about the Bruins not playing right now and the Canadians playing against the Rangers. Um is that game six it's game six and seven. I don't think the Bruins outside of the those defensive break those couple defensive breakdowns and missed opportunities, for sixty minute efforts, game six and seven, I don't think they played that bad. Uh, I, the just, Bruins. I hated
1: six. I didn't like the way they played six. Yeah.
0: Six was almost, to me, as bad I'm as game i I'm giving three. credit to Mon- – I won't give credit to Montreal for game three. I thought the Bruins – that was that was not Bruins hockey. But effort. I thought yes. in game six and seven, the Canadiens did everything the Bruins wanted to do. And I didn't think they had that in their toolbox, which was finish the checks more than the Bruins did. Yeah. Block every shot. Thomas Plakanitz was diving at pucks with his turtleneck. Um, <laughs> I-, I mean – you. They were doing they things. And they sold out. And I was. But they were confident. I said, "Wow!" And I look back at the game three, and I say, hey, "That can't happen. You can't play. You can't go into a playoff game with that mindset." Montreal was cooking bacon and eggs in the Bruins' kitchen, but mm.
1: before the series even started. Mm. Which, again, who would have thought that? Right? Who was the who? When you went into that series, you said the Bruins are the better team. I don't no know too doubt. many people that
0: picked Montreal to win. No. But like I said, how about I, these people that say Vanek should play on the fourth line? Well, you know what happens when you play your star players in the fourth line during the playoffs? Uh, Mike Richards. Um, Yeah, Torts. What's Torts doing today? Yeah, he's golfing. Mm, yeah, he is. Maybe not the same course as the Bruins. Probably not. He's collecting a big check, too. True. For the next, like, three years. Well, I'm not golfing either. Neither, uh, you know, neither are you. Not yet, at least. We're here until 2 o'clock. Phone lines are open for you. 617-779-7937. 617 617-779-7- 93.7 I'm Danny Picard he is Mike Giotti from Comcast Sportsnet back after this time out.